Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, Tuesday, November 2nd, we are 24 hours away from being down at Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota for Project Down and Dirty. If you haven't had a chance yet, get your tickets and donate to Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute for Team Loj because we want to raise all the money we can for our, everybody with Project Down and Dirty. Yes, we do. Oh, my gosh, it's actually happening. I, I have to report to Sandbox duty. I... Obviously, B. Arthur has a problem with me because I got the 9 a.m. shift and the rest of you guys got 10 a.m. She finally has figured it out. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Obviously, something Mm -hmm. we've known for quite a while around Mm -hmm. here, but Lori saw Mm -hmm. it in black and white on a piece of paper today. Yeah. I go, 9 a.m. Wow. Wow. People start working around here at like 4. Yeah. Well, that's got nothing to do with anything. Just like you guys are on the 10 a.m. shift. Why yeah. are they splitting up the team? I don't know. Because, Lori, but here's the deal. You really are going to be in there because your team only has three people. Our team is six. We're not going to have that. It's just training. It's training. It's safety. It's so... It's, they needed your little... We're operating heavy equipment. They need... We have to, like, go... I bet we have to watch a video. OSHA. There's going to be some OSHA Yeah, meetings. that's what it is. It's just watching <laughs> video and stuff. I don't think we're actually getting out there till we're getting out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Confucius said, when I get out there, till we get out there. You know when that happens, More importantly, what are we going to wear? I've already packed my snow pants. She, Lori. See, I'm already packed. I don't want to ruin my stuff, my winter clothes, though, with oil or something. We there's don't no, get any there's dirt. There's no oil. There's no oil. You'll you be fine. You don't think we'll get any dirt on anything? There's you no might get oil. A little, you might get some dirt on some boots. If you yeah. fall over, You'll right. get, then that's your fault yeah. for falling okay. over. But right. other than that, you're not going to be playing in a sandbox. No. You're not going to touch any dirt. Please. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, get your snow pants, get a nice hat, and have have some gloves that you have some dexterity, you know, don't wear mittens. Yeah. You never see a snowplow driver or a bulldozer guy wearing mittens. Nope. Doesn't happen. I know. Nope. So, yeah, I mean, we're just going to see what happens, and hopefully, you know, we raise a lot of money for Courage Kenny and... We're gonna meet a lot of cool people that have that you know have been through the rehabilitation oh. <laughs> at Courage Kenny and doing the athletic stuff. Well, and even even more than that, I mean, um, a friend of mine was telling me about a woman she knows who got in a bike accident, hit a parked car, mm. and did something compounded to her neck, and she was at Courage Kenny for like two months. Right, they do doing inpatient and then doing outpatient right. so that she could figure out how to get back to life because she like was going you know whatever 
20 miles an hour and something happened, an accident, and she flipped, even though she had a helmet on, flipped off her bike and hit a car. So, I mean, they do... I mean, anyone who's had a, you know, any kind of traumatic injury like that, Mm -hmm. it's kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully we'll raise some money and the links are up on our show page. Just go to My Talk 1071, put in um, keyword project, and then all four of the charities show up and you have to scroll Scroll down down to to the logo for Courage Can. We're the last program. That's right, of the day. We're the last program of the day. (laughs) Julia, I I have a Pilates report for you. Okay, because okay. Lori's trying to find a workout with her that won't inflame my tendonitis yeah. that I've go. been battling like uh-huh. since uh, trying to keep at bay um, since May. And okay. I hope if Jeff or Ross are listening, one of them will email me so I can explain why you why haven't been at the, at the gym. I will not be able to be at kickboxing for I a little while. I love Pilates. Well, I had a one-on-one with uh, Colleen, the you know the reformer instructor. And so she had to just see like where I was and everything because I'm making my. How'd you do with your legs and straps? Um, pretty. You know what I got praised on, which I was tell me, tell me, because I was a reformer instructor grant for for like weeks. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I went through all the certification. Yes, my friend Deborah at Energy Pilates and Fitness in Woodbury mm-hmm. has been doing this forever. Yeah, so I love reformer. So she wanted to see, you know, like how I was and everything. And mm-hmm. the only place I impressed her was my pelvic mobility. But what does that mean? So what what moved were you really good at? Because I'm lifting, lifting the legs and straps and lowering them. Up my Could you go out in a big circle oh, yeah. and come down yeah, yeah, and do yeah. the fog legs? But she was very impressed with my pelvic stability. She goes, that's okay, very this, good. And the reason and, why Lori's taking kudos and has stars all over her shirt today is because that has to do with sex, I'm sure. No, it doesn't. It's just that, you Pelvic know, mobility is something that's great because so much... Of our pain is in our hips and stuff, yeah. and that's a tightness. So that's a and she excellent up, place. You yeah. would have probably been really good at giving birth, Lori. Oh yeah, with that pelvic mobility that you have. Motion is lotion. <laughs> motion is motion is. Okay, that's a good one. Now that I will take that one. Okay. <laughs> and like what she meant when she said that to me when I was like, because like she, right away she's like, oh, you got some problems with that shoulder, but um. Arms and straps is kind of hard. Yeah, I will admit. She just said, like, no, that that is the number one thing. You know, like when people, uh, if they're you don't have motion in your body, you don't lubricate your whole body. You know, your body moving is good. Motion is lotion. I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. I think that should be a t-shirt. That should be. I love knowing that. (laughs) I think that's perfect. That's clean. So anyway, I signed up for four one-on-ones. Oh, Lori, you're going to love that. And what was really exciting is that you didn't get up on the box or do it with the stick. No, no, no. We're just, uh, I was very, I was pretty advanced. Yeah, I believe it. I I can see how you get good at it. I quit doing it though. You probably didn't want to spend the money. Because it's over and above the membership, and it's over and above everything else. And, and get this. And she says, oh, I noticed you have a tab on file with your account. Oh, so you even get free crap, probably. No. And I said, <laughs> Lori oh. Lori always has the horse you up her ass. Yeah, so no. probably they owe you money. Guess what? <laughs> We're going to pay Lori to take bra- Guess whose credit card it was? Casey's. I love it. Oh, no. That's, like my, that's like my tennis tab. Will you give me Casey's credit card? Right. I'm like, put it on my tab. Right. And I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never knew they had little tabs associated with they your do. fitness card. But the tab 
the card associated with my tab is Casey's card. That's perfect. I know. I was really excited. What's mine about is mine, and what's yours is ours. I was it really falls excited. Falls right into the right. She's form. like, "Is that okay to use?" I'm sure. It oh, is. I'm sure. <laughs> my husband has been dying. He wants me to double up. <laughs> so you're doing just individual. You're going to love that, Laurie. It's really yeah, it feels and then so they, good. They have classes and stuff, but mm-hmm. I mean, I am really sick of. You know, having my knee get better, then I'm inflame it because I go do something I shouldn't right. do, like kickbox or whatever. Right. You know, I whatever it is, you right. know, and then I'm kind of limping around in, in pain for like a week and then it settles down. And mm-hmm. so I just need to just strengthen whatever I, I got to strengthen. You're making me want to go back and to do reformer. Yeah. Well, motion is lotion. I, well... <laughs> We all know that. Well, we got a little thing in our mailbox yesterday from a woman. Her name is Carol, and she so excited you talked about Harry Styles. It is Harry Harry Ween. Ween happening at Madison Square Garden over the weekend, and that he dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and everyone in his band dressed up as The Wizard of Oz, and she just said it's so refreshing to hear someone so successful and talented that's a positive force in the entertainment field. He displays a genuine love for his fans Mm -hmm. with his humor, care, and really puts on a great performance. Lori, he is also a great source for Sex Monday. He is. On Halloween, he he said to the audience as he led them into a frenzy that what he likes to do is called edging. Yeah, edging. Mm Mm-hmm. She had to Google it. Yeah. It's a sexual term. Yeah, going to the edge and back. You know about edging. So oh, edging yeah. is that's like why it's tantric, called edging. Well, I not to be confused with rimming. Julia, that's not even any we're near edging. I know, but I mean okay, I, we're I talking about taking care that. of our lawn right now and I just was wondering <laughs> the different terminology, but I why not call it tantric sex? What's the difference between edging and yeah, tantric all sex? All three of these things that you've just brought up are all, all different. completely different from one another. <laughs> the know. only thing they have in common is they have to sexual. Sexual. So edging, what's the difference between edging and tantric, though? Well, I don't know. I don't think so sex, There's all kinds of positions that you can take oh, for I thought tantric it was just sex. taking you close to the edge, but pulling back. Taking you close to the edge and pulling back. That's edging. You just didn't know. Well, I, I thought that was tantric. Okay. No, that is not. All right. I mean, there's many things that could be tantric sex. Like some people practice their tantric sex and they like deliberately think of something. So they won't uh, go over to the edge of the rainbow and just keep going. That's not coming to the edge. Okay. Going to the edge is deliberately stopping yourself. All right. There you go. Mm -hmm. So. Well, she did you see her email? I no, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was I didn't really see cute. It, but I wish I, I could Thank have seen Thank you for your Grant's. wonderful program. Oh, you're so welcome. I love it. You I bring, wish you could have seen Grant's, uh, Grant's words when you were talking no, about it. Just a little. Really shocked with you, Julia. Just a little mistake there. Very good. Two, yeah, very opposite things. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we learn something new every day. That's right. Now people are Googling everything. All right, listen, you we'll can be, call Grant with your comments. That's right. We'll, <laughs> yeah, be, we'll be right back with our story we can't get enough of. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you. Ten people have donated to our team, you guys. That's so, so awesome. Nice. Um, thank yeah. you. So I you put it mo- on our Lori and Julia Facebook page and did a little tweet, but you go to my talk keyword project and we're raising money for Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. Let's give one of these to the first ten, all right? Uh-huh. First 10 donors, thank you very much, you guys. Thank you. Because, and Lori, it goes for equipment to help people 
get back into doing fun things that they enjoy in life wheelchairs ski equipment right you know, right things so people can go back and a good that's friend what of ours, our money is going yeah to, a good yeah. friend of mm-hmm. ours molly her son timmy has been skiing with you know courage can eat forever and it's it's not cheap and so yeah. we're really donating to help people really have have fun, fun. have fun and yeah. do some cool stuff so right. we've got cool. some great interviews set up grant did for us and we're gonna have some really good conversations about how it's changed people's lives so live from the sandbox inside right. a pole barn inside a pole barn that's what i'm thinking okay, okay. i want to get back to tantric sex please for just one second okay was so i wrong con- well yeah the concept of tantric sex comes from hinduism okay and the idea is in ideas around tantra and tantra loosely stems from religious texts that focused on spiritualism so tantric sex is slow meditative sex where the end goal is not orgasm but enjoying the journey and the sensations of the body connection so, yes okay. and there's different tantric sex positions okay such as my personal favorite it's called the yab yum. <laughs> Is that when we talk in someone's abdomen? No. Hello, I'm yabbing a, in your abdomen. <laughs> no, it's a position. The I yab, know, I'm kidding. Yeah, the yab yum is a uh, very specific p- position, but it, to be present in the moment. And right. Like really concentrating on uh, touching and extending. And you can do that outside of sex, right? When you're practicing the tantrum, yes. right? You, you, you can sit, do? Yeah. Like there, don't you remember? It, it's, I know it was, it's, it was Sting and Trudy Styler. And every bachelor yeah. or bachelorette gets a karma sutric tantric position book from somebody right grant i cut you off what were you saying no i was just gonna say in american pie 2 there was that oh, this is the religion the of movie, sex no but it, there in the movie american pie 2 fitch his character the whole movie he practices tantric and th- so that the one time when he finally gets to meet stifler's mom again yes it's the most tantric amazing, amazing sex, sex that he ever has because he's been holding back back forever and he mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie he's practicing different things it's kind of a funny look at it if you want to just yes. check out american pie 2 they have a good and if you're interested in trying the yab yum tantric sex position, tell us what we have to do. <laughs> well, one partner sits with their legs crossed and the other partner sits on their partner's laps, wrapping their legs around the waist. Okay. Ooh. And then rub a dub dub yab yum yab yum. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yes. oh yab, yum, yab, yab, yum, yum. All right. So anyway. So, so it really is your abdomens are touching kind of. Kind of. That's yeah. thus the ab, yum. Yeah, I like that. Yum, I like that. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank well, you for the clarification. Just, we didn't want to confuse edging with tantricking. Uh, right. Okay. Right. And, and, uh. Yeah, let's just we'll let's do, just let's move do on. a 180 or whatever you call it, a 360 maybe. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, pop the brakes. Let's go back to pop culture. Yeah, let's go back to pop. Let's just go real quickly. I think sex is pop culture, though. It is. I will just disagree with that. It It, is. It is. Um, Jessica Simpson, you know, yesterday she posted a a photo celebrating her four-year sober anniversary, and it's really quite the picture and the post that she put up is is really amazing because I respect her for talking about her rock bottom and how it changed her and she also talks about in this post about the stigma of uh, alcoholism and recovery. So let's just play it. This is from Jimmy. This morning, singer Jessica Simpson is revealing her truth about her journey to sobriety, sharing this candid photo showing her first day without alcohol taken in 2017, writing, I knew in this very moment I would allow myself to take back my light, show victory over my internal battle of self-respect, and brave this world with piercing clarity. Her struggle likely familiar to so many. One study from 2020 showing a 41% increase in binge drinking among women in the U.S. during the pandemic. I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on women to be all things to all people at all times. There's a need for relief. Simpson admitting to the stigma around alcoholism and overcoming that. The real work that needed to be done in my life was to actually accept failure, pain, brokenness, and self-sabotage. The drinking wasn't the issue. I was. I didn't love myself. I didn't respect my own power. Today I do. It's only at that bottom when somebody can reach outside themselves for help and reach outside themselves to inspire other people. Simpson first sharing her struggles with alcohol in her 2020 memoir, Open Book, writing the night before that photo was taken, she couldn't dress her kids for Halloween after she zoned out from drinking. Now, Simpson embracing a new reality, writing, I own my personal power with soulful courage. I am wildly honest and comfortably open. I am free. Aww. It really, and if anyone really, that book was so good, but she talked about that Halloween and she just says this was it. Yeah, I was her rock bottom. You know, I was drinking right in the morning. I'd put it in a sippy coffee cup, you know, right at 9 Mm a.m. And really, she was really struggling with drinking. And um, I love her for doing this. And and for posting this is her sober anniversary, for acknowledging it. And she's really if you guys want to read a really good it's kind of one of my favorite celebrity memoirs because it's just she's so real right and she really touched so many people she was a part of that mickey mouse club the britney spears Mm -hmm. the justin timberlake all that stuff and it's interesting she's yeah it's still on my list to read oh Lori, you'd love it i know maybe i can't believe i've read a book i know before me i can't believe it we'll be right back all right, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic brought to you. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Lori and Julia, the day before the big day of Project Down and Dirty. And we are going to just talk about something that's so exciting to have back in our community, live theater, Yay. which has been happening. And we've had people from different um, organizations talk to us. And today we're delighted to have Rod he, Kate, Kate's. Gosh, I called him Rob Geets. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> in, in the, press, no, in the right. press stuff, it's like... 
Gates sounds like Kate's. Now it's not Rob, it's Rob. It's but anyway, my, Rod my... Stewart is with us, but he has a different last name. <laughs> and so he showed up, and you are the new at the Ordway. Well, sort been, of newish. I mean, three, been and, there. three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. But we've never really met formally or I had know. you in when studio. I, here we are in studio, there's all these cool microphones, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Are you the artistic director? I'm actually the producing artistic okay. director, which okay. means I do commerce and art. Oh, oh fantastic. Right, right. I can, I can add up a jobs col- for the price that's of one. That's right. I can add up a column of numbers, and I have taste. Let's <laughs> that's put it that awesome. Way. <laughs> well, you have such a, you know, you, the new theater um, season is kicking off for you guys. The new Broadway, at, like, right. I guess, is kicking off with Fiddler on the Roof. Right, right. And tell us about some of these shows that are coming so up. So Fiddler on the Roof, we know it's an amazing show, and the, but what's great about this show it's a sort of a reinvention and in fact reinventions of shows is sort of an ordway trademark actually mm-hmm. you know like the, the shows are great but if you're going to do them again either i feel like either do them the way they were done originally or find a new approach to it right so this is a this is a rethought version directed by Gannon bartlett chair an amazing director um, and it has everything that you will love and recognize about the original production if you're a Fiddler fan mm-hmm. but it's also been reinvented so for example they hired an israeli choreographer the, the dances in Fiddler on the Roof, the bottle dance. Oh, There's yeah. some of the stuff in Fiddler that once you see it, you'll go, it's iconic. And it was created by Jerome Robbins, who was a, a really famous mm-hmm. choreographer. And what this new Israeli choreographer has done is left that intact, but kind of gone in from within and sort of exploded it into an also, it's sort of like, you know, you have a house and you renovate it, but you retain what's good about it, sure. but you also make it fresh. So I'm super excited about How that. How fun. Yeah, it's really, and I saw it in New York um, and it's touring the country. In fact, now because of COVID, it's come back. I'm going to go to see it in Jacksonville on mm-hmm. Saturday night. Um, which I'm excited about. So, and yeah. then it starts here November 30th. November 30th for two weeks, 16 performances, and tickets are really selling like latkes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say yeah. hotcakes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And the thing about the Ordway is there's no bad seat. I it's mean, really true, it's, actually. I, I love it. It's a great, that's really true about the Ordway. Mm-hmm. All those seats, and because the mezzanine and, and the and the orchestra floor on the same. And even, I love some of those seats up in the gallery. Mm-hmm. Really and on great. the sides. Really exciting. Yeah. Kind of like And then, the, can I keep going? Can I yeah, tell you more? Right. Can I tell yes. you more? Yes. Right. So then between Christmas and New Year's, we're doing summer, not the season, but the show, summer, named after Donna Summer. So it's summer, the Donna Summer musical mm-hmm. for okay. a week, which, I, first of all, who doesn't love Donna Summer? Love. And, and, and who doesn't love Donna Summer leading up to New Year's Eve? So like, I know you've got those disco dresses yes. in your closet. No. Yes, I we mean, do. Okay. Yes, I have seen the insides of those closets. You, I know what's there. But, in, you know, I just, one of the iconic songs is on the radio, yeah. you know. It's Whoa. in the show. Yeah. It's in the show. Is I Love to Love You, Baby. Of course. And, all right. Everything. So of is course. it just, so is that kind of like a jukebox musical where it's more just the songs and then. Yeah, I think that term is a little bit misunderstood. Okay. But yeah, it's sort of what this, because each one of those jukebox musicals uses uh, uses music in a different way. But but effectively, this show is about her. It uses her music to tell her life story. Okay. And so sometimes you're, you're, a song is sort of telling a story. And sometimes she's in a recording studio singing a song just because, like, that's a cool song and we needed to include it in the show. Um, what's fun about it is that because it tells her whole life story, there's three Donnas. At least if I can remember. Oh, it's dear. Duckling Donna, Disco Donna, and Diva Donna. Okay. And so different actresses play her at different times Thanks. of, of okay. her life. And, you know, what you'll be surprised to hear is she, her life story is incredible. She's not just a major recording artist, but she broke through all kinds of barriers. She really cleared the way for people like Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. you know, so really set up for a whole generation in particular of women of color. Um, and, and, and with all of that meat and historical interest, 
you're just like yeah. Oh, such I want to see. I think this sounds so like so fun. much fun. Yeah. And so over fun. New Year's, what a fun right. idea to right. do a fun show over New I mean, Year's. I'm not old enough to have danced to disco. Ha ha ha! Yes, I am. <laughs> so I'm sort of looking forward. Because yeah. you guys usually do a, like White Christmas or a Long Sound of Music or something in the month of December for the holidays. So just to do this. This is really a fun idea yeah, for New Year's. We did a sort of different combination this year because, you know, the Ordway, one of the unique things about the Ordway is we produce our own shows and we also book national tours. In fact, we're one of only four places in America that does that cool combo. And because of COVID, this year we decided there's so many good tours out there that kind of that need our support. Yeah. And also, if you're producing a tour from scratch, it's sort of like making a meal from scratch. You don't want to get halfway through the meal, put things in the oven, and then the guests call and say we're not coming. Right. Because what are you going to do with all right. pies? I'm doing my time of year joke here. Yes, um, I got it. So we, we thought, it. you know we what? This year we'll just do these tours. And so, therefore, we put two tours in December when we would normally have just done one show. The right. Yeah. So it's sort of an experiment to adapt to the time. I think that sounds like fun. Now, did you see by any chance, Cher... I did see Cher. See, I did I mean, too. Share, share, or the sh- share the well, show? Well, share the show. <laughs> yeah. But they used three different shares, yeah. but I think they got lost in the story because they tried to do so much. It was the longest show in America, first of all. And then I just, it was not a good win. I mean, I mean, listen, never say anything bad about your competition. I'm a huge Cher fan. Huge. But, but you know what? I think one of the differences between Cher and Donna Summer, and what's actually interesting, is that people don't really, they know Donna Summer music. We don't know. But they don't we know, don't know her story at all. Yeah, and we Cher, feel like we, we know we Cher. Yeah, right, right, right. Sunny and, you know, the whole thing. And mm-hmm. so I think, I think with the three different people, it's a different way of exploring and getting to know somebody. Whereas with the other... It's like, wait a minute, she's not Cher, and she's not Cher, and she's not Cher. We're Cher. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think I think it works a little bit better. Um, in January, we have a... Oh, I'm really excited about I'm this I'm glad project. you're going to just keep talking, because I was going to ask you a question, Please, but I, why bother? Have we I met? like you. Why <laughs> the this is Rod. Rod Stewart's in studio. I tell everybody I know, put your hand up in front of my face and no. tell me to stop talking, no, because I No, we learned a technique. We'll just say your name, but Rod, but Rod. Okay, back wait, to stop. you. Okay, so, what's happening in January? What's happening? You won't... Well, you won't... I just He's from to, the Ordway, by the way. I'm just going to squeeze Ordway it in Center there. Ordway Center for the Performing Thank Arts. Thank you, of course. Best place to see a show in the Twin Cities, and there are so many cool places. So this one is a musical adaptation of the movie Officer and a Gentleman, right? You remember Deborah Winger and do. Richard Gere? And I watched the movie recently, and I had forgotten the chemistry between the two oh, of them. Oh, out of sight. Right? Out of sight. And, and, you know, that's funny about chemistry. I always feel like when you're watching a show, audience members are good little boys and girls, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell us that's a married couple or they're together, we'll go along with it. Yeah. And then there are times you watch it and you go, oh, my God, like... You know, I can feel yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And with the two of them, you could really feel it. And it culminates in that iconic moment where yes. he sweeps her up off her feet. And what I really like about this show is there's really something for everybody because it's kind of a romantic fantasy, but it's also grounded in the military. And it, my father was in the military, and I, I moved overseas. And whenever I see a show about a veteran coming home or people in training, I mean, I'm getting teary just thinking about it. And so the power of that right now, the idea of being feeling really patriotic and really connected to your mm-hmm. country in that way while simultaneously being entertained. Again, that I just love the, and it's all great eighties music. So it is a musical. It's, it's a musical. officer mm-hmm. and a gentleman, the musical, right? But not, it's not original music. We, they pulled music from, from the eighties, right? Oh, the greatest stage. Exactly. Oh, good. Exactly. Fun. So you're going to hear songs that you've heard before, but in a completely different way. Oh, I love it. And then finally, we just talk about the Waitress, prize. Sarah, right? Okay. Sarah Bareilles. Waitress. Musical. Has it been here? I think, 
It I played. Think, yeah, I think it, it did it play it, it, theater trust. Theater okay, trust, I think right. it did, and it was okay. super popular, and a lot of people missed it. And now is your chance to come see it again. Is Sarah Bareilles? She's not the touring person. No, she won't be touring yeah. in it. But it's her, definitely her music. It's yeah. a great touring company and really powerful story. Again, female centered story. And you know, as I was looking at this season by accident, this season that I booked, yeah, I, I was like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> so, summer officer and a gentleman waitress. It's all contemporary music but set inside recognizable stories. And it really sort of shows you how the musical has become, we kind of get it. It's like, you know, it's like football or baseball. It's a thing that we do in America. And now all these stories are being retold using popular music of these famous people that we're getting to know them. I just think that's so great that the form is evolving as generations are coming. And then to start with a classic, a reinvented classic like Fiddler on the Roof. Mm -hmm. um, I'm super, you can tell, I'm really yeah. excited I remember about learning season. on the piano, matchmaker, matchmaker, yeah. Yeah. Match. Oh, you know, all that stuff. So you, great music. you're just joining us, this man who speaks so eloquently, Rod Cates. Cates. <laughs> I don't know, I want to call you something no, completely. That's all right. I want to call you Rod Katz. I know, because everybody struggles with no, my last name because of the spelling. It's the two no, A's. No, but lovely Grace Rose here writes Kate. Kate spelled right. and rhymes with well, Gates. Listen, it'll make you which feel better. Which makes would think that would be the easiest thing in the world for you, but for some reason, it's doing a brain fart. <laughs> it's doing I mean, a brain well, fart really, on me. It, you pronounced it ethnically. It's a Dutch name, so oh, it would be cuts, cuts. Exactly. Oh, oh. But we sat. We are uh, my uh, what do you call them? Ancestors mm -hmm. changed the pronunciation because back then you wanted to sound. As American, quote, American, quote is American. possible, right? Um, so they changed Drop it. Drop so so, you know. The thing I thought kind of was interesting is that you were one of the producers on the highly acclaimed Broadway production of Girls from North Country. Right, actually, Girl from Girl, the Girl North, North which Country. Which is a Bob Dylan song. Oh, screw both of you. And it's Honest to God. <laughs> show, whose name's on yeah. the title yet? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you, I was curious if you were going to let her get yeah, away with yeah, that. Yeah, important. Titles are important. Because I'm like, God, she said Girls from the North Country. And I'm like, Girls, you know what? Like, it's it's a Bob Dylan song, so yeah. that's girls, more important girls, than girls. my name. All right, fine. But so you were so it's it's a great show. It's, it's just just restarted performances uh, in New York on Broadway. Did that like start and then have to stop, stop. like two weeks later well, it, or something? In fact, yes, it ran. It opened and then seven days later had to shut Close, down. Yeah, because a friend of ours saw that show. Oh, really? Like the opening we yes. said it is the best show. Yes. It was incredible. It, I, I'm, I saw it in London, and, mm -hmm. and I literally, I mean, I see a lot of theater. Right. I, I actually counted the other day. I've seen theater on 17 continents. Oh, I bet I have seen that, I'm 17 continents, 17 countries. Okay. So I was like, but I, that's yeah. a, lot a lot of continents. Yeah. I was going to let that see, roll. No, right. you, but you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I corrected myself before you got to me. Um, and just, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that to boast. I'm just saying I see a lot of theater. Yeah. It's part of my job. And I love to see theater. And I went to go see the show. I literally could not get out of my seat mm. at the end of it. I mean, the ushers had to come and ask me to leave. Wow. Because I was just so stunned and so moved. It's an incredibly powerful story um, using Bob Dylan music. But here's what's really cool. They take the, the story itself is set in 1934 in Duluth, Minnesota, mm -hmm. in a boarding house. Okay, now, Bob Dylan wasn't born in 1934. No, he wasn't. But they take his music, and it's all been rearranged and reorchestrated as if it was written in 1934. Oh, so you're so like listening to it, and it's like you're remembering the past or something. I don't really. It's indescribably wonderful and Do beautiful. Do you think he's moving. seen it? Oh, I know he's seen it. Oh, he has. Yeah, in fact, when the when it resumed performances a couple of weeks ago. Um, Mayor Winningham. You remember Mayor yeah, Winningham? Of course right? we do. She's um, in a TV show. And she right sings now. beautifully. And she's in it. Um, she plays one of the leads. And she walked out on stage. She's like, um, I have a note here from Bob Dylan. Like he yeah. wrote a note and read it out loud oh in front gosh. of all of us. Um, and he came to see it incognito. 
That's I mean, cool. he, he gave the permission to use his music, but he right. said, do whatever you want. And yeah. so he came to see it. So, yeah. Can that's, you that's stay very with exciting. us? I can. Or Lori, do we want to kick him out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know I have, what else we... I don't we... have anything oh, else to yeah, say. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have so much more to say. Oh, I'll yeah. say more thing. But you do what you need to do. Okay. You're the boss. Well, yeah, we, you... we haven't had a guest in studio for so long, we don't know how to we react anymore. Get, so we don't know how to get rid of people anymore. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know how to kick them out. Where's we the pause button? We don't know how to make them stay. How do I push leave meeting? Grant, what do we do? We don't even know. Well, all I can say is you're a delightful... It's such a delight to meet you. have me back. We will have you back. And thank you for sharing this exciting season at November 30th to December 12th, Fiddler on the Roof. Go to ordway.org to buy your tickets. There's not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, that's true. It, it's great to bring your whole family. It's really, it's a reinvented, fresh, classic masterpiece. I promise you will not be disappointed. And the music oh, is so good. It's gorgeous, so good. Gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. music. Rod, thank, thank you so you much. So nice much. to meet you. We will have you back. Great. So thank you. And it's, hey, it's... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Safe to go to the theater. That's yes, right. are we wearing masks? You wear a mask okay, and you'll, you, you either have to have proof of vaccination or have a COVID test. Okay, perfect. Um, and you know what? I've been to see theater also lately in Europe and um, on Broadway in the West End. Everyone's doing it that way, right? It feels good because mm-hmm. you just go in and you go, I'm wearing this mask. I feel better. I'm protecting everybody else. And I'm getting to do this thing. Be with people in a big group yeah. in the dark, seeing a story. Right. It's Yay. really powerful stuff. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love Thank it. You. All right, go All right. to ordway.org, probably. Is that it? Did I get one you thing right? You got I got it. You one got thing so many right. Things. You, you asked me here. <laughs> no, Grace did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I read that wrong. Oh, Great. yeah. That was fun. Okay, that okay. was so fun. That was really fun talking to him. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can we just talk about for a second Dancing with the Stars? Did you watch it? I last did. Night? I watched a little bit. Okay. I saw Sui Lee, poor thing. At- oh. Okay, Tyra Banks continues to be the worst host ever, okay? Her, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. her outfits that she wore her, last night for Queen were just She ridiculous. looked like she was Buzz Lightyear or something. She looked like she was towering. I thought she had stilts on yeah, because everything big. was so over-exaggerated with the stuff. But when Suni Lee had to leave the dance floor after... Her first dance. After her first dance, because I guess she'd been... been with something that was upset stomach or throwing up one or the other yeah but tyra was just like well and she looks in the camera you know she had to go and take care of her tummy right away and i just thought (laughs) okay so you're she had explosive diarrhea it, it actually really that's what it was but but Tom Bergeron would not have said that. Even any mentioned of that. it. Yeah, mentioned just that. moved on. He would have just moved on. So right away. But but it wasn't COVID, but she's got to go take care of that tummy. And it was like she was. You could have just say she's not feeling well. Let's just give so there the was judges that. tell us this. She went in detail. I would agree with you because that's. I watched that. And two segments later, the audio, when she was introducing something, there was no audio, which I loved. I appreciated that (laughs) sabotage from the control room. And also, 
Uh, when Olivia Jade danced with her partner Val to Fat Bottom Girls. Was that the first one? Mm, I only saw maybe the, the second one. Okay. I, I can't remember what order they danced in. He's but good, though. It was a quick step. And Bruno, you know, of course, jumping on the chair. And you had no fat. And, of course, and then, you know, uh, uh, Tyra said, well, she might not have any fat, but that song is an homage to all of us. With you know that our fat bottom girls or something like that. Is she, she makes always it about her? Yes, she's so annoying. She is just so annoying. So I just say bravo to the crew for turning off her mic for Lord, one you're segment. Hysterical. And next when week, when Grant does that to you tomorrow, we'll see. How yeah, you feel. right. <laughs> <laughs> next week they're dancing to all Janet Jackson. I know that sounds. I kind of like these theme things because in the past it was just like Disney theme or something like that. There would be like a, just a couple theme nights. Yeah, but I like how they're taking an artist like they did Britney. Now yeah. they did Queen. I think that adds a little bit. I just I really to tell you the truth. Yeah. So that's happening but next those week. Two people are go hard home. and they're long because I was watching the first round last night of the dances and I remember famously when I won you know Twin Cities Dancing with the Stars the yes. first year in the Twin Cities. There's no way I danced that long. Two minutes. Do you think I danced that long? Yes, Julia. Oh my gosh. Yes. And these people are learn to. I don't know. It just. Well, next week they have to learn learn two dances, and it's a double elimination. The week after that, it's all over. But the girls, you know, the ones that JoJo, she almost got eliminated. Well, I think that's theatrics of TV. They Is always that? knew it was going to be the other guy. JoJo has quite a big fan Probably. base. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I don't know who's going to win, but I, the way they, the way the judges praised Olivia Jade and then Amanda Klutz, who's like, like they're being hard on her because she's a rocket. Well, ten, fifteen years right. ago or whatever. I mean, right. JoJo is a dance kid, exactly. But they were so hard on her, and I just thought she had just the most. I think she's so, so she's, pretty, and and then I like that Malin or Malora, Malora, who was Steve Carell's girlfriend on The Office, and she's in the bold type. Yes, she's she is. But she's been in many other things yeah, too. Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah, recognize yeah. her, but I never knew her name. Neither did I. She's good. But anyway, it was fun. Amanda Clute's first outfit was so cool looking, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. with the belts and stuff. She, yeah, she's got, she's gorgeous. I'm hoping Derek Huff is going to dance another shirtless dance okay, before that, it's all said and done. Uh, you know, Dancing with the Stars you mentioned is coming to Mystic Lake. I think it is. Um, that would be something to get tickets to people. It would. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know why I didn't think of this yesterday, but when we were talking about the Real Housewives of Dubai and how Bravo Twitter had broke, like they think they know at least who four of the women yeah. are. Lindsay Lohan is not going to be a housewife of Dubai, oh. even though she lives there. You guys, well, she, she does. She has she lived t- there. Wow. I thought she lived. How was she not in trouble? Well. well when you're held consensually captive, someone's <laughs> just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a paid escort, yeah. as it were. But you want to uh, know why she's she, not going to make it either. I, I want. She over was never the top. even she's, approached. That would have been great. I don't know. I don't. It would have been great. I don't know. Who knows Dubai better than Lindsay? She's been there for like five years. Oh, she would have been a heck of a train wreck to watch. I, I don't know loved that it. Oh, I see, mean, there's I many why. housewives I that are. Like it. Oh, I do. Oh, All right. I, I would have tuned in if she was on, and I don't even sure. like that franchise. But they, if she's on there, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe they don't have a, a, a high budget. Andy was very, uh, you know, was kind of cagey with Kelly and Ryan this morning about giving details. Like he tried to actually say, "I don't even know if I'll film the reunion in Dubai," and Kelly's like, "Andy, Andy," because those guys are friends and 
real life, you know. But I'm like, come on, Andy, you know you're going to film it there. It's a test for Bravo. Yeah, it's a good one at that, too. See if they can expand to more markets. Yeah, but it's probably production-wise costing them some money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. More than, you know, where they're... I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I, I thought I'm mad at myself that I didn't think of, uh, you know, Lindsay right away. But, I, I don't know. Anyway... Just saying. Here we go. Well, I think we're going to see some really over-the-top homes and things like that. I don't know if Lindy, Lindsay could afford that. You think? Who knows? Who, knows. who's, who can say? Who, yeah, who can say? <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs>